Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Rusty Quill presents The Magnus Archives Episode 197 Connected
step. Long way down. It's fine. Stickiness helps. Hmm. Come on. Right behind you. Feeling better now, are we? Without those horrible sunny skies and fresh winds. Yes, the colossal web stretching down into an endless pit is a significant improvement. Don't pretend like you're joking. At least I can think straight now. So we have a chance to... Don't touch that one! Sorry. It's okay. She already knew I was here. I just hoped we might be able to sneak you in. I'm guessing she's waiting at the centre. Naturally. They both are. Martin is... He's okay. He's... Scared, but... Also... Frustrated. You can't see Annabelle's plan. I know she has something to tell me, and it... It's about the hole below us. Her thoughts are... All down there, and... The threads are so closely woven, I follow them out, and... In and down and through the strands of web and twisting tape and down and down and down into the chasm into the emptiness that stretches whoa, out whoa, below. Careful, careful. Oh. Thanks. There's a sorry. There's a, a sort of pull to it. Every time I get a glimpse, it it, it draws me in. What's down there? I don't know. That makes a change. It's somewhere else. That's all I've got. So, the tapes. They're from the web, then? Looks like it. Were they always? Right from the start? As far as I can tell, it's hard to... If I look too closely at them, my own voice, things get recursive. Hard to follow. I always assumed they were with the eye. The whole watching, listening, waiting thing, you know? No. They were always using them to spin their own web. Out of my words. Mine too. True. But what for? Why here? I, uh... Forget I asked. Oh. Ooh. Can't keep catching you every two minutes. <laughs> some point I'll give in to the temptation. Ha ha. Different question, then. How do we play this one? You get Martin to safety, then I deal with Annabelle Kane. Right. I think we should hear her out first. Excuse me? Before you deal with her, we should try to get some answers. All of this, taking Martin. She wants to talk. She's had plenty of chances. She didn't need to kidnap him. Sure, but maybe she... What? What's with the look? How are you feeling, Basira? Do you want to look inside my head? See if it's full of spiders? I... No. I'm sorry. I, I trust you. How are you feeling? Yes, all right. You don't need to make a point. Yes, I do. You're too close to this, and I need to make sure you aren't going to do anything dumb. Situation like this, we can't make rash assumptions. Right? Right. But if she hurts Martin... All bets are off. She hurts Martin. I'll be right there with you. Hmm. He's getting close. As if you could hear him over all this racket. I am sorry you find them irritating. 
there are side effects of the very specific way this web has been spun. I thought you liked his voice. I do when it's his voice. I never liked the statements. I always felt... Yeah. Well, you can trust me when I say you'll be hearing his real voice very soon. I can't see anything. How can you even tell? Vibrations. Oh, yes, web, vibrations, sure. Yeah, but that's not actually what's happening here, is it? So why don't you just tell me straight? It's not like I'm going to run off. I'd only trip over my own feet and fall in, even if I tried. It's a good way to visualise these things. Symbols and metaphor. They give easy channels for the great powers to flow through. Ready forms for their energy to manifest. Blah, blah, dream logic, blah. I've had this lecture before. You'd prefer we stay silent until he arrives? I'd hardly call this silence. I'd stop them if I could. Fine. Let's talk then. All right. Is there anything you want to talk about? I don't know. It's kind of hard to think of small talk suspended over an endless void. You're perfectly safe as long as you don't do anything foolish and unstick yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah, you say that, but it seems like you've got this whole thing prepared for John, and I, I don't really know whether I should be trying to derail it, or, or whether that's just what you want me to do, and, and so doing nothing is actually the right thing, you know? And You're a hard person to talk to. Why? Because of what I say, or because of the assumptions you make about my motives? Either, both. I see. We could play a game. Uh, 20 questions? Animal, vegetable or mineral? Animal. Does it have eight legs? Yes. Is it a spider? Yes. Oh, look, I win. <laughs> On edge, are we? Of course I am! struck me in a weird interdimensional web and threatened to fill me with spiders! No. I said I had considered filling you with spiders. Yeah, whatever. The point is, there was a time when it was very much your go-to option. And this one time I chose to almost trust you, you've immediately turned around and used me as bait. I haven't broken your trust. What? The deal was you'd tell me a way to end this without John trapping himself in that tower. Using me to trap him here instead in the most hackneyed metaphor imaginable is not exactly what I had in mind. Perhaps I was wrong about how well suited you are to us. I'm not sure you have the patience for the web. Oh, piss off. You don't need to worry about John. You're literally luring him into a trap. This trap. This one right here. Please don't do that. Technically, yes, this is a trap, but the only one in actual danger is going to be me. If he chooses to kill me, I can't stop him. Not even here. And you're not bait, you're just an invitation. Oh, wonderful. I can't wait to attend the Annabelle Kane show. <laughs> you know, I did consider it once. Excuse me? A TV show. Reaching out into the homes of millions, giving the more vulnerable ones a subtle nudge towards terror. Probably something for children. Never went anywhere, of course. These things rarely do. 
I'm, I'm sorry, what are you talking about? You're the one that didn't want to wait in silence. Well, yeah, well... Wait. Wait, hang on. Is that him? Yes. I guess you're better with the webs than we thought. And, wait, hang on. No, uh, is that... Basira? He's, he's got Basira with him. Yes. I did wonder if that would be the case. Interesting. And unfortunate for me. That's two heads we'll need to keep cool. My odds aren't looking good. Odds don't matter if you stack the deck. True. Now settle back. Try to look intentional. What does that mean? They're going to expect a suitable elaborate scene when they arrive. Monstrous to blow. I'd hate to disappoint them. Right. So, were you thinking something like this, or...? <laughs> My apologies for the inconvenience, but appearances are everything, Martin. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to change into something more suitable. It is so very important to prime your audience. Annabelle Kane. Hello, John. Masira. Hard down, Martin. You wouldn't want to slip off, would you? Let him go. Not just yet. Ceaseless watcher. See this scuttling thing. Take ah. it. You know better than I do if I can actually kill him. But we both know that if I drop Martin from here, He's gone. So let's all settle down. What do you want? To give you, all of you, a way out of this. And you couldn't just, I don't know, tell us? I could, but I needed him to believe me. And for that, I needed him to feel this place, this opening us. Put him down. Very well. Martin, you okay? Yeah, we'd probably be more willing to listen if you hadn't kidnapped our friend. I didn't. He came of his own free will. Free will, she says, as we stand in the middle of a fucking web. <laughs> a fair point. But that's a debate for another time. I simply mean I did not bring him here through force, threat, or false pretense. I made an offer, and he agreed. Martin, is this true? <laughs> Told you. We'll talk about it later, once you're safe. He's perfectly safe right now, as long as everyone remains civil. Fine. Speak your piece. Tell us about your way out. As you wish. The great fears. Do you believe they think the way we do? They don't think at all. They just are. Almost true. In truth, 
It depends on the fear. Some exist in an eternal moment. Some make use of memory to reflect and corrupt. But for most, time is simply another thing for them to play with. To consider the future, to plan, is not something they're capable of. But not the web. No. Not the mother of puppets. The spinner of schemes. Hang on. What about the rituals? Those were plans. No. They were desires, filtered and interpreted by people and the thinking creatures that they spawned. You are well informed, aren't you? Exactly this. They hungered for the world to step from the shadows and launch themselves on all humanity. And they have. But only two of them could truly conceive of such. Terminus, the end knows that in such a world they will ultimately consume themselves and it desires that finality. The web understands it as well. That eventually a successful ritual would doom them all. Leave them trapped and starving in a used up world with no one to feed on. Hang on, what? This is news to me. We passed the death domain of the end. The victims there do actually die, meaning even though it would take I don't know how long. Eventually the end will claim everyone and everything. It's inevitable. Oh. Okay, right. And what? The pals don't realize? They don't understand things like we do. But the web is all about connections. Unforeseen consequences. Of course it realizes. Of course. And knowing this knowing for centuries you would eventually be trapped, doomed to starvation, what would you do? Plan an escape. Just so. An escape? To where? Below us, Basira. This is not THE world. It is A world. And though it has taken so very long to price it open, the gate to a thousand new realities now stand wide. However, despite this effort, the worlds beyond them remain so far unspoiled by the fierce touch. The powers don't exist there. They're, what, unique to our dimension? Unique? Oh. I don't know about that, but certainly there are many, many worlds without them. Sorry, we're talking about alternate dimensions now. Seriously. Really, Basira? Look around us. This is where you get sceptical. Yeah. Okay, cut me some slack. This is a lot of new and weird information. So the web, it wants to spread, to escape into new realities. Yes. But not alone. Any attempt to separate the fears is ultimately doomed, as you well know. But how? We found the one we believed most likely to bring about their manifestation. We marked him young, guided his path as best we could, and then we took his voice. No. His and those he walked with. 
we inscribe them on shining strands of word and meaning and use them to weave a web which casts itself out through the gate and beyond our universe. So that when the fears heard that voice and came in their terrible glory, they might then travel out along it. Or be dragged. Is she talking about the tapes? Yes. So, how is any of this a solution? Because for the fears to spread into these new worlds, they would need to leave ours. Wouldn't they? If one should leave this place for... greener pastures, the rest must follow. Leaving us behind in the process. Freeing our world at the cost of others. What are you saying? We can pass them our apocalypse. Nothing so extreme. In these new worlds, they would exist as they used to in ours. Lurking just beyond the threshold. Until someone is stupid enough to release them there as well. Perhaps. Even the mother cannot see the future. Only try to shape it. And so they spread through realities like a disease. Perhaps. I won't do it. Possibly. You've seen your other options. What happens to you if they escape? What happens to us? We've all been touched by them. I would either travel with them, or I would die. I do not know which. My life is only sustained by the web. Most would simply lose whatever power they have been gifted. John would lose much of himself, the parts of him that are the eye. But he would survive, and perhaps, more importantly, he would remain who he believes himself to be. And you would end the suffering of all those others who remain here. How would we do it? The Sarah. We need to know, John. It's very simple. Destroy the archives, and cut out the eyes of people. Oh, is that all? Simultaneously. I see. Destroy the Panopticon and you release its power. Kill Jonah and you cut the connection between the fears and the world. Do both at the same time and, for just a moment, all that power rushes through their only remaining connection with reality. The tapes. And they would be swept along by it dragged out of our realities and into new ones. And how exactly are we supposed to destroy the archives? Many years ago, a draftman made an unfortunate and egregious error on certain city planning documents. As a result, an unusually large and dangerous gas main just happened to be constructed directly below the building you knew as the Magnus Institute in a place where it would be protected by the tunnels of Robert Smirk, unchanged by the world's reformation. You need only ignite it. Ignite it? Indeed. And it just so happens that the perfect tool was once delivered to you as a token of appreciation. Though you really do need to learn to keep better care of it, Somehow, it always seems to slip your mind, doesn't it? What? 
John, it's that stupid lighter of yours. My what? A little anchor of our power, so that we and our tapes may follow wherever you go. I see. So, if I were to throw it away <gasps> into your little pit... I would advise against that. Oh, would you? John, she still has Martin. Mm-hmm. Fine. Fine. That's it then. Everything you wanted to tell us? It is. And we're done here. Give us Martin. As you wish. <coughs> John! Martin! <coughs> oh god, I'm sorry. I, it's fine. I didn't realize we'll that. Talk later. What about her? Good question. As far as I can tell, there's now nothing to stop me killing you. Throwing this lighter away forever. Nothing except your own indecision. I've played my part to its completion. You get to decide how I exit the stage. John? Go. Very well. We shall not see each other again, Archivist. But I eagerly await your decision. So, what do we do now? Let's get out of here. After that, we'll see. The Magnus Archives is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Today's episode was written by Jonathan Sims, produced by Lorianne Davis, and directed by Alexander J. Newell. It featured Jonathan Sims as The Archivist, Frank Voss as Basira Hussein, Alexander J. Newell as Martin Blackwood, and Shioman Walioba as Annabelle Kane. To subscribe, buy merchandise, or join our Patreon, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us online. Tweet us at the Rusty Quill. Visit us on Facebook or email us via mail at RustyQuill.com. Join our community on the Discord via the website or on Reddit at r slash the Magnus Archives. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Alex here. I'd just like to take a moment to thank some of our patrons. Laurel Buchanan, Maria Maximova, Nikki, Seren Mist, Vincent Guyan, Asher Perry, Damien and Fish Greco, Habit Asher, Jay Palmer, John Anglo, Jose Manuel Santiago Yepes, Catherine Bullen, Kaiden Lundquist, Leah Higginbottom, IMXV 3.3, Melody Landrum, Mia, Moira Haney, Paravelex, Ray McKenzie, Rebecca Frederick, Rebecca B, Robin Douster, Rowan Lawn, Snow Possum, Wrong Socks, Yo Mama, Zok Miyama, Al Labari, Aries Crowley, 
Calamari Matahari, E. Kennedy, Kayla, Keeley, Lauger, Lena Klambauer, Lucia Kelly, Quizzical Quibbler, Sydney, Isabel Velasco, Vague Coffee Cup, Kayla Woolsey, Morgan Short, Arg Brecanatist, Wingless Wolf, Cece Henry, Lottie Rose, Charlie, Sonny Acosta. Thank you all. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to join them, go to www.patreon.com forward slash Rusty Quill and take a look at our rewards. Hi everyone, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled Woe period Begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun! and see you later.